Zaphod marched quickly down the passageway, nervous as hell, but trying to hide it by striding purposefully. He flung the beam around. The walls were covered in dark tiles and were cold to the touch, the air thick with decay. There, what did I tell you, he said, an inhabited planet, Magrathea, and he strode on through the dirt and debris that littered the tile floors. At intervals along the walls, the tiles gave way to large mosaics, simple angular patterns in bright colours. Trillian stopped and studied one of them, but could not interpret any sense in them. She called to Zaphod. Hey, have you any idea what these strange symbols are? I think they're just strange symbols of some kind, said Zaphod, hardly glancing back. Trillian shrugged and hurried after him. From time to time, a doorway led either to the left or right into smallish chambers, which Ford discovered to be full of derelict computer equipment. He dragged Zaphod into one to have a look. Trillian followed. Look, said Ford, you reckon this is Magrathea? Yeah, said Zaphod, and we heard the voice, right? OK, so I've bought the fact that it's Magrathea for the moment. What you've so far said nothing about is how in the galaxy you found it. You didn't just look it up in a star atlas, that's for sure. Research, government archives, detective work, few lucky guesses, easy. And then you stole the heart of gold to come and look for it with. I stole it to look for a lot of things. A lot of things, said Ford in surprise. Like what? I don't know. What? I don't know what I'm looking for. Why not? Because, because I think it might be, because if I knew, I wouldn't be able to look for them. What, are you crazy? It's a possibility I haven't ruled out yet, said Zaphod quietly. I only know as much about myself as my mind can work out under its current conditions, and its current conditions are not good. For a long time, nobody said anything as Ford gazed at Zaphod with a mind suddenly full of worry. Listen, old friend, if you want to... started Ford eventually. No, wait, I'll tell you something, said Zaphod. I freewheel a lot. I get an idea to do something and, hey, why not? I do it. I reckon I'll become president of the galaxy and it just happens. It's easy. I decide to steal this ship. I decide to look for Magrathea and it all just happens. Yeah, I work out how it can best be done, right, but it always works out. It's like having a galactic credit card, which keeps on working, though you never send off the checks. And then, whenever I stop and think, why did I want to do something? How did I work out how to do it? I get a very strong desire just to stop thinking about it, like I have now. It's a big effort to talk about it. Zaphod paused for a while. For a while, there was silence. Then he frowned and said, Last night I was worrying about this again, about the fact that part of my mind just didn't seem to work properly. Then it occurred to me that the way it seemed was that someone else was using my mind to have good ideas with, without telling me about it. I put the two ideas together and decided that maybe that somebody had locked off part of my mind for that purpose, which was why I couldn't use it. I wondered if there was a way I could check. I went to the ship's medical bay and plugged myself into the encephalographic screen. 
I went through every major screening test on both my heads, all the tests I had to go through under government medical officers before my nomination for presidency could be properly ratified. They showed up nothing. Nothing unexpected, at least. They showed that I was clever, imaginative, irresponsible, untrustworthy, extrovert, nothing you couldn't have guessed. And no other anomalies. So I started inventing further tests, completely at random. Nothing. Then I tried superimposing the results from one head on top of the results from the other head. Still nothing. Finally, I got silly, because I'd given it all up as nothing more than an attack of paranoia. Last thing I did before I packed it in was take the superimposed picture and look at it through a green filter. You remember I was always superstitious about the colour green when I was a kid. I always wanted to be a pilot on one of the trading scouts. Ford nodded. And there it was, said Zaphod, clear as day. A whole section in the middle of both brains that related only to each other and not to anything else around them. Some bastard had cauterized all the synapses and electronically traumatized those two lumps of cerebellum. Ford stared at him aghast. Trillian had turned white. Somebody did that to you, whispered Ford. Yeah. But have you any idea who? Or why? Why? I can only guess, but I do know who the bastard was. You know? How do you know? Because they left their initials burned into the cauterized synapses. They left them there for me to see. Ford stared at him in horror and felt his skin begin to crawl. Initials? Burned into your brain? Yeah. Well, what were they, for God's sake? Zaphod looked at him in silence again for a moment. Then he looked away. ZB, he said quietly. At that moment, a steel shutter slammed down behind them, and gas started to pour into the chamber. I'll tell you about it later, choked Zaphod, as all three passed out.